What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surf in the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie and or TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by my brother, Josh Primo. What's up, bitches? This week, we are reviewing a movie that I saw this movie in theaters back in July, if I'm not mistaken. And I have been... I've been saving myself to review this because I wanted to review it with Josh because we obviously reviewed the first movie, the original, last year sometime. And uh, yeah, I've been itching to review this. And it's finally, finally time to do that. We are reviewing Top Gun Maverick. And I have a lot to say about this movie. A lot to say. Uh, I don't know what Josh thinks about the movie at all. We have not talked whatsoever about it. So this is going to be... He or let me just put it put it this way. He better have the fucking right answer with this movie. <laughs> uh, if he doesn't, I might be driving to uh to Georgia tonight, and uh, I don't know, doing something I don't want to admit on the air. Like, oh no, that, that I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna drive ten hours to uh for something that's gonna last ten seconds. It'll be a good ten seconds though. It'll be the best ten seconds of your life for real. So anyways, I have a lot to say about Top Gun Maverick, so we are just going to just speed through the intro and all that good shit so we can dive into the actual review. Uh, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two supports in any of those tiers and you get access to a whole bunch of different content and you basically become creators slash producers of all of our content. And uh, yeah, I mean, basically... We are doing a whole bunch of things as far as like the podcast content goes. Uh, the music review podcast that I do, Patreon, they they decide what I do for album reviews every single week. And then Horror in Review is coming up in just a couple of weeks. And Patreon has already voted for the, uh, the two movies that I'm going to do exclusively for them. And if you want to be a part of that, patreon.com slash two game. You can check our Facebook page out for the uh, the four movies that I will be reviewing for horror and review part three. Super fucking excited to jump back into that genre series for the third time. But that's enough of that bullshit. Top Gun Maverick. Let's fucking do this. After 30 years. Maverick is still pushing the envelope as a top naval aviator, but must confront ghosts of his past when he leads Top Gun's elite graduates on a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice. This movie was directed by Joseph Kosinski. He has directed uh, Oblivion, also with Tom Cruise, uh, Only the Brave, Tron Legacy, and Spiderhead, which uh, just came out earlier this year on Netflix. This movie had a budget of, I can't believe this, but it was $170 million was the, was the budget for this movie. And it grossed worldwide $1.45 billion. Dr. Evil here. Billion dollars. That's a lot. Well, of sounds, like they got, sounds like they got their money back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of fucking change right there, man. Uh, damn. This movie stars Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connelly, and Miles Teller. It has a runtime of two hours and ten minutes. And it was released May 27th. 2022 do you have anything that you want to say as far as fun facts or goofs or anything like that sir uh just two if you'll notice uh 
Tom Cruise's face goes from shaved to stubbly, and sometimes it happens in the same scene. I did notice that. And if you noticed in the very beginning of the movie, he's riding his motorcycle into uh, the test site in early morning hours. But then they roll the supersonic jet out before dawn. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah. Uh, well, if, the, if that's the only two goofs that we, we noticed, uh, I think the movie's doing pretty good. Uh, I, I agree. I have lots of fun facts for y'all, okay? Uh, apparently, the cast got to choose their own call signs, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, some of them could have chose better, but hey, it is what it is. Some of them chose really dope names, which, speaking of call signs, I, I had Josh do a little homework, and he's gonna he, he bitched about it, but I got him to do it, guys, okay? What are your five favorite call signs from this movie, sir? I didn't do it. You didn't fucking do it? No. I told y'all I wasn't fucking doing it. I ain't so fucking... You're such a cockbag. <laughs> no, uh, Iceman, Rooster, Maverick, Hangman, Phoenix. Oh, we were four for five, man. And I want to say fanboy, but mostly because I thought it said fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how he... <laughs> that's how he got in there. there. <laughs> Those are mine, sir. Uh, I got Iceman and number one, because that's just like the dopest fucking call sign. That, that is the best one ever. <laughs> that is the best one. There's, there's nothing that tops it. And then obviously Maverick has to be has to be number two. That I think that's just classic, you know. And then Hangman, Payback. It was my other one. And uh, I think in terms of a uh, a fighter pilot, Payback is just a really cool name when they're you know dog fighting and shit like that. And then obviously got to have Rooster up in there. I think that's a cool name to kind of honor his father. From the the first movie, you know, I think Hangman was such a good one because they're like, he's Hangman because he'll hang you out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> he'll hang you out to dry. I'm like, oh, yeah. I see how they came up with this. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fitting. I mean, I, 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 I just say that's probably the most connected name at all of them. You really don't understand why the rest of them are called what they're called, but <laughs> yeah, they make such an emphasis on calling everybody by their call call sign like he introduces uh one of the the people in the naval office uh introduces everybody he's like this is maverick and it's like all right but if you're gonna make such an emphasis on that name why don't we find out like why they're named that but hey whatever it, that's a, that's a minor nitpick minor minor nitpick the first uh, movie had much better call signs though they in did. my opinion they did i will i, I mean would... they had like viper you know, shit like you would expect to see out there, not fucking Bob. <laughs> no, you go fuck yourself. I think that, I think that is hilarious. I that's a terrible call sign. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> What's your call sign? It's Bob. No, like your call sign. No, it's just it's just Bob. <laughs> it would have been better though, but his fucking first name is Robert. That's what they call Robert, short for Bob. I think. Yeah. Uh, so there are minimal green screen and CGI aerial shots existing in this film. This was all done pretty much. I I would say. I mean, I'm guessing here. I don't. I don't know the fucking technical aspects of the movie. I would say 95 percent of the movie is is practical, and I think that goes a long way to 
how the movie ended up being in terms of good versus bad. Not to give y'all any hints at my uh, my review. Uh, the roof of the shack that Ed Harris was standing next to at the very beginning of the movie. Do you remember that scene? And the uh, the stealth plane flies over top of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knocks that that roof of that shed off and it bounces. That was not supposed to happen. Really? And, yeah, they that was not supposed to happen. But they they kept it mainly because they could only get that one one time. They could only shoot it one time, and they were like, "Fuck it, it fits." <laughs> I think I think it I think it's fine in a movie. It kind of just shows it, just how fast they were going. Yeah, you, I I'd have never known that would uh, plan because it looked like it was. And then that's Ed Harris standing there while that plane is doing that, which is also crazy. That goes to show you how much of a savage Ed Harris is. That that roof of a shack gets blown off, but he just stands there the entire time like a savage. Yeah, I mean he didn't. Yeah, he didn't move. No, he didn't. He's a savage. Uh, remember, I was, he, try, he was, I was uh, trying to think. Of, I was trying to think of a better word besides he didn't move, but I, I was lost. <laughs> I couldn't come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't uh, waver. That's what I was going to go with. <laughs> I, I don't have the stars for you, sir. <laughs> Uh, so the actors not only this was this was probably the coolest fun fact that that I saw. Uh, the actors not only had to film themselves, they also had to touch up their own makeup, adjust their lighting, and handle their own sound because this was all filmed like like I said practically. So they had the cameras inside the cockpits. Those were the actors themselves flying those planes. So they would go up in the air. And this was one of the cool things about the, uh, the special features, the behind-the-scenes shit. It was basically where they would have to go in the air, and they would have to pretend that the the other actors were talking to them, and then they would have to film their scenes. Like it would, none of it was really connected in any way. And I thought that was really fucking cool. Fucking weird is that. Isn't that awesome? Like for them to be able to do that, and you wouldn't even notice it. Like now, if I hadn't told you, no, I never would have known, man. I mean, you know, I've always thought it was crazy that, like, uh, you know, some of these sci-fi movies where they battle stuff, and then they just are like really just battling air, and then they put the uh, character in by the computer. Mm-hmm. I mean, that always impresses me there, but to know that these guys were carrying on conversations. With them there, <laughs> yeah, and it, and somehow it just worked. <laughs> Carrying on the conversations with themselves, like adjusting the lighting, the sound, their makeup—that to me, that's that's so fucking cool. And just just to give y'all a little, if y'all bought the DVD or anything like that, and you have a chance to go look at the special features, the, the behind the scenes, I highly recommend it. There's, I think there's like four or five little videos on there. The, just skip the fucking interview with Tom Cruise. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't really give a shit. It didn't have anything to do with the movie in terms of like what they were actually showing you how it got made. Uh, so I wasn't really interested in that. But the other scenes were were absolutely fantastic. I hadn't got to watch them yet. Uh, I had some mechanical issues I was dealing with today and kept me from watching the special features. But I will knock that out tonight. You know, when I when I tend to watch special features... It, it, <laughs> 
you, you think I'm giving you hope? No, motherfucker. You need to fucking watch it. <laughs> what, Dad, man, some of us have shit going on. What, what, you, can't just, you, you we, can't, we don't fucking just sit in a damn side of the road under a shade tree with a fucking glass of orange juice watching a movie. You know, that took like five hours to get that out, so... Well, I was come, trying to come up with a spiffy drink to do, but I couldn't think of one off the bat for some reason. <laughs> this dude's struggling. I was like trying to get you over like a real girly drink to be drinking, like a Shirley Temple or something, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny is, you know, we've talked a few times today, and it's like every time you try to clap clap back at me, I immediately return the <laughs> return the volley back to you, <laughs> and you have nothing for it. <laughs> It's a struggle today, sir. <laughs> I understand, man. I understand. But yeah, I, I highly recommend going to watch the behind the scenes. It's just, I love that kind of stuff, but I think this particularly for this, for especially this movie and trying to figure out like how they did all this practically, I think is, uh, is really cool. And, and yeah. by the way, this is a movie review, not a special feature review. So there's that. That is true. That is true. But hey, we're also reviewing the movie, so I'm I'm telling them, you know, how is the best way to get your money's worth with this movie, and that's to also watch the special features. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, you know what, I will, <laughs> and I, and I'll enjoy it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Next one we got Tom Cruise personally designed a three month aviation training course for the new actors to become ready to handle riding in a F eighteen. Uh, jet which is pretty cool all the like i think they said in the special features it takes like a couple years for like naval pilots to actually become like fully trained in how to maneuver the jets and whatnot and they did it in like three to six months hmm. <laughs> that is fucking crazy i thought for yeah. sure i i knew all of it was practical but i thought they had like another pilot up there with them. But that is not the case. It, it was strictly just the actors. I'm guessing the actors are not the ones that were doing the stunts during the dog fights and stuff. I, I didn't get any information on that. I, I would be crazy to, to, to think that they did that, but I mean, I didn't think they would drive in the flying the planes to begin with. Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I was kind of curious when I watched the movie, I was like, you know, I wonder how long it does take a, a pilot to actually be top gun worthy. I imagined it would take some time. Yeah, apparently it's a couple of years. Uh next yeah. up, this is another interesting one. So Val Kilmer is in the movie, aka Iceman from the first movie. He does not actually speak in this film. He has no lines that he speaks. Now you're thinking to yourself right now, wait, that motherfucker had like two lines. Before him and uh, Tom Cruise parted and before he died. Ha ha. But that was not actually his voice. Due to his history of throat cancer, Val Kilmer has been basically unable to speak. So they kind of use that as the uh, for the character in the movie as well. There's a company named Synantic that developed an AI voice mimicker that uh, mimicked how he talks and they dubbed it over him. So that's not actually his voice, regardless. It's just it's just a mimic. That's an interesting detail to for such a 
small portion of the movie, you know, to go through that much trouble. Right? Right? I'm, I'm impressed with the attention to detail on that. Uh, also, Penny, the, uh, the, the main love interest in this movie, she was referenced in the original movie by Meg Ryan's character as her being an admiral's daughter. Like, it was just one of those, those things, like passerby moments that you probably never would have remembered yeah, unless you were a huge fan of the first movie. I, I didn't even catch it when this movie started. Someone else pointed it out to me. So I was like, damn, that's a, that's a little bit of a deep cut right there to go back and pick out someone from the first movie instead of just creating someone original. But And then uh, two more fun facts. Uh, this movie's originally set for release in July 2019. It got delayed because they, they wanted the aerial scenes to be... They were too complex. So they needed to delay it a little bit longer. And then it was delayed again, I want to say last year sometime. And it was delayed due to COVID. Like Tom Cruise was adamant about this movie being in theaters and people seeing it in theaters. I mean, it worked out for him. I mean, fucking $1.45 billion later. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say he made a good call. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of Tom Cruise... This is the first time first time a film storm starring Tom Cruise grossed over a hundred million dollars in its opening weekend, which is crazy to think considering how big like Tom Cruise is. And then this is also his highest grossing movie of all time, surpassing War of the Worlds. Uh, so there you go. This is one of the biggest movies of the year. I am ready to fucking talk about it, sir. So what did you think of Top Gun Maverick? Man, fuck this movie. I know you fucking joking. Yeah, I am. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I don't. I. I don't know. I'm torn. I. I say it is not as good as the original, but then I think the action sequences are better than the original. But I think the storyline of the first was better than the second. But overall, this is a really good movie. I almost think you could do this as a uh, a standalone. I mean, <clears throat> I think it carries itself and it has such character development throughout it that you don't have to have the first one to make this movie make sense. But then it is, you know, a pretty damn good part two. Yeah, uh, especially uh, I, uh, I, I thought you were done. You, you stopped talking. Uh, uh, well, damn, I can't fucking think for a second to make my, my thought cohesive. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I, I, I will agree with you. I think this does work. It works fine as a standalone movie, but if you want it to hit you in the feels, you want it to get the most out of this movie, then obviously you need to watch the first movie because there are some connecting threads there, especially with Goose and, and Rooster and Maverick, all that you kind of need to know the uh, the backstory of. But if you just want to skip the original for whatever reason, a dumb reason, but for whatever reason, um, you could do that and just and just watch this movie. And I think you'll be fine. So what do I think of Maverick? Well, I watched it in theaters and I absolutely loved it. And my initial thoughts after watching it in theaters was, I think this might be better than the first movie. Overall, like, 
I had a fucking fantastic time watching it in theaters. Watching it the second time, you know, for this review, it is 100% without a doubt, and I don't say this lightly, it is better than the first movie. And it's not even close, in my opinion. I think the one thing you have with the first movie is that nostalgia. You have that, you know, 90s feel to the movie. Or that movie came out in the 80s. It had the 80s feel to it. My bad. My bad. Uh, You have the 80s feel to the movie. And it has a dope soundtrack. It has great characters all the way around. And like you said, Josh, the the original movie has such a great storyline. This one... I feel like they don't nail getting the students to the Top Gun. Like, you know, in the first one, it was all about a contest, right? So they were going to Top Gun. This time, they're just going there to train for a mission. So it's not like... It it, just, it feels disconnected in that way, in terms of the story. But everything else about the movie is, is fucking incredible. The, the soundtrack is amazing. I mean, the movie starts off just like the first movie. When you heard uh Danger Zone, Josh, did you did it make you a little make you I was little... excited. I was excited they put that in there. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like not even gonna lie. If these motherfuckers don't put that song in there, I'm gonna be pissed. I was really wanting that other song in there too. Uh I can't think of it, but it's the, the other one that was really, really popular in it. Yeah, uh, yeah, they didn't have that. They decided to go a different route and have Lady Gaga doing an original song at the very end, which I thought was fine. I thought that kind of fit the the last scene and whatnot. But going in terms of action sequences, I think this is, without a doubt, some of the best action sequences in any movie ever. And that's all credit to it being done practically, I think. And I think that's gonna, this movie's going to stand the test of time. You know, one of the things about like Jurassic Park or or some of the older like horror movies and whatnot, they hold up because they do it practically. You have other horror movies that go with like CGI or action movies that go with the CGI and, and shit like that. And it doesn't hold up as well because the CGI just eventually ages out. You know, this one won't. Yeah, I, I, I never think, thought of it like that. Yeah, this one is going to be timeless and it's going to look amazing. In 10, 15 years, 20 years, it's going to look the exact same. And you're going to think to yourself, wow, this movie feels like it just came out today. The cinematography is is absolutely incredible. And again, all that is a credit to them doing everything practical at the end of the day. And then you got some of the uh, some of the great character moments between Rooster and Maverick. We'll dive into that in a little bit more in just a second, but I do wish they had a little bit more of that in the movie. But what we did get, I absolutely loved. And then the ending. I call it the Death Star Trench Run. Josh, you wouldn't know what the hell I'm talking about. It's it's a Star Wars reference to the uh, to New Hope. It is, in Star Wars A New Hope, when they're doing the Death Star Trench Run, it's exciting, you know, and I mean, the, the CGI doesn't look bad nowadays. I mean, you obviously know it's fake, but for its time, the CGI was was incredible. This movie does the exact same thing. The only difference is it does it practically and it's 100 percent fucking real, which you got to fucking 
give him a standing ovation and fucking that. Okay. To make that entire last 45 minutes so exciting, so, so tense. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time watching the last 45 minutes. And I, I think you can put those last 45 minutes up to any, any action movie ever. And I would have a hard time arguing that it is not the best action movie action sequences of all time. So the Death Star trench run, whatever you want to call it for, uh, for Maverick is definitely the highlight of the movie for me. And then I think that's really all I wanted to say in terms of the, the main hitting points. Uh, but we can dive into the movie a little bit more, sir. What do you want to start at? Uh, I think we should start at the, uh, the death of Iceman. All right. You know, I thought that was I, I kind of enjoyed how they looped that around, and we got to see that relationship end and why it ended. Uh, because you in the first movie, you know, you got it; they were enemies, and then toward the the end of that movie, they were really, you know, they respected each other. But as we've seen in the start of this movie, they had became really close friends, and then you have the very last scene where, you know, that guy's like, you know, bury the hatchet with him, just let it be, and then you see his death, and it was it was great to see it tied together. I I agree. I'm not saying I don't like him dying in the movie. I think it I think it fits. My only issue with him dying in the movie, okay, I I don't know if they 100% handled it correctly. And this is probably one of two things that I could say uh, prevents it from being. I mean, I think the I think the movie is a fucking ten out of ten. I mean, I, I think it's one of the best movies ever made. In fact, I'd go so far as saying it's already in my top ten movies of all time. I've watched it twice, like from start to finish. I am smiling. Like, guys, I fucking love the original movie. I've seen it numerous times. The first movie has always been in like my top 15 of all time. And this one just hits all those same notes, hits all the callbacks, it hits all the, you know, the fan service and nostalgia. It hits all that and then still gives you more. It start it still, you know, takes it to the to the next level. But two of my nitpicks would be how they handled his death. One, I understand they, they're not gonna get him talking because obviously Val Kilmer uh is not able to do that anymore. Okay, and they tied that nicely to kind of, you know, make his character have to reflect the same thing in real life. So I'm perfectly okay with that. The limited reaction interaction between them two, I'm fine with. I don't know what they could have done differently there, but when he dies, I feel like it should have hit me harder. Shout out. I feel like it should have hit me in the feels a little bit harder. I should have been like gut punched. As someone that is a huge fan of the original movie, I should have been, oh, fuck, man, they just killed Iceman. That's fucked up. Did well, you, you don't find he, it fucked up that they made him die from what he actually survived from in real life? Wait, what? Oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 you know what? I, I, mean, that was, I, that I, was kind I, of fucking, I, was kind I, of fucking I, morbid, man. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I actually didn't even fucking think about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, damn. But the issue is, it it he dies. Maverick shows up at the uh, the funeral, and the funeral lasts what a minute, if that, and then he moves on, and they almost never mention Iceman again until they need him to say, "Oh, you don't have Iceman to back you up now, so you're out of the you're out of the Navy or some shit like that. You're grounded." Like they they ne- I'm not doing. I'm only doing it once. <laughs> <laughs> like they never went back and and you know, went over how he's dealing with that. It was strictly him and Rooster and their relationship. That would be my only problem about how Iceman died. It, like, almost didn't really affect Maverick at all. Whereas in the first movie, Goose dies, and, I mean, hell, the second half of the movie is him sucking as a pilot (laughs) and not being able to do it anymore. Yeah, you know, my... I think I'm going to wait and do my biggest critique toward the end because it, it's toward the end of the movie. Mm. Hmm. But, you know, it doesn't really explain the love interest between Maverick and that chick. Now, I didn't know until you told me earlier who that chick actually was. But, you know, it's like, was that not the same house he was in when he met uh that one chick in the first movie? Oh. Uh-huh. I don't think so. Because the outside looked so familiar when he was pulling up with that, uh, and the motorcycle with the jacket on. I was like, is that the yeah. same damn house? But then again, it would be a naval base, so I'm, I'm assuming all the houses look the same, anyways. Yeah. But do you feel like it explained that love interest enough? Because they're like, oh, we don't want to do this again for the third time. And I'm like, huh? How the hell does he know her? So I'm going a, I'm to a play devil's advocate here. I'm going to kind of give you an answer from both sides of the aisle. When I watched it for the first time, I 100% agree with you. I thought that was the weakest part of the movie was the uh, the relationship between Penny and Maverick. I thought they they just threw that in there just to have him have him have, him have a love interest, and they did not do a good job at that. I think the second time I've watched it, I am higher on it. I think they do they do a better job of it. I do care for that relationship a little bit more than the first time. But ultimately I will agree with you. I think they underdeveloped not only that character of Penny, but the relationship between them two uh overall. And I do think that is one of the weaker aspects of the movie is that relationship between them two. My favorite part has has to be how well they incorporated all the flying maneuvers. Like in the in the original movie, you had when he was learning how to do Top Gun, but it just seems like the scenes were so elevated, you know. And and the last mission was was a long long uh, sequence, and I, it was very well done. You know, it's I can't get over how well the action was uh, portrayed to us in this this film. Well, the first movie, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of that, a lot of the, the aerial scenes are repeated shots. Like, it's not all, like, brand new footage. Whereas this one, it feels like every single time they do something, it was, you know, it was shot again. 
you know, a different way. Uh, the other one, the other movie, I want, I want to say that the uh, they did multiple shots in that movie was the same shot twice, basically, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, I liked it whenever dog fighting the, uh, you know, the more, I guess, powerful jets, fifth gen, fifth generation jets, because they were, you know, doing all those maneuvers, throwing out flares, and I, I enjoyed that part of it. Yeah, if if the the trench run did not get you erect, they make that climb on the you know the second miracle of trying to get after they drop the second bomb and they're making it up the cliff and they're fighting against what was it uh I forgot how many G's they were they were pulling there but they they said was it ten G's if I'm not mistaken yeah and you one thing I'm gonna do a little side note here I love and I think it adds an extra touch to the movie especially it being done practically is you can see those 10 G's on their face. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> like their face is legitimately being pulled and you can't fake that. You can't CGI that or anything like that. That's all real. That That is their face being <laughs> pulled back by the force of gravity. And I thought that was really cool. But as soon as they, they make that climb, and then, like you said, the dogfight starts happening, it goes from, I mean, the trench run, I would say, what, seven, eight, nah, I wouldn't go seven. I'd go eight or 8.5 in terms of, like, how cool that sequence is. And then as soon as the dogfight starts, it takes it to a 10. And like you said, the, the action sequences are so fucking incredible when they start doing a dogfight. The throwing out the flares, and then how did you feel when Maverick took that hit for Rooster? I thought he died in that thing. I was like, Dad, that's a cool way to tie it in, but he, he lived. <laughs> All right, let me ask you two questions, okay? First off, did it did it like hit you in the feels a little bit when uh, when you thought that he got killed? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I mean... I, I'm not saying I cried or anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't need a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I thought it was very uh, symbolic, maybe, mm-hmm. that he was willing to kill himself for him. Well, I, I think it know. goes back to the, to the first movie, you know, because Maverick was one that was that all kind of not always, but he, he left his hangman. He left his uh, shit. Left his wingman out to dry, and he he seek the glory and whatnot. You know, nobody was curious. Everybody was curious whether or not he would actually take a hit for somebody else. And in this movie, it it fucking happens. Okay, the whole movie he is he is trying to get all of these characters, all these these pilots home. That's his main job. Yes, we want the the mission to be successful, but I want them to come home, and then. He takes that hit for Rooster. I was like, "Ooh, damn! I can't believe Did they just fucking kill Maverick. They got some fucking balls to kill Maverick." You know, I didn't even think about uh, how that tied in from the first one, but yeah, you're correct. You know what my very favorite part of this whole movie was? Oh, hold on one second, sir. Before you before you get to that, okay? How do you know that's where I'm going? Oh, okay, go go ahead. No, I'm gonna wait. 
<laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the, the second question that I was going to ask you involving that, when you found out that Maverick survived, did it, like, I'm not going to say piss you off, but did it, did you feel like a little bamboozled? Did you feel like, oh man, they kind of, I, I feel like they kind of should have killed him off. Did you feel like that at all? I did feel like they should have killed him off. Because I am not going to lie, while I thoroughly loved the aspects of the last dogfight they were in, I felt like the movie would have been like, boom, boom. How did it go? Uh, one time, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it would have had that punch factor that just says, these guys have balls. And they're on my chin right now. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> it sure didn't happen. <laughs> so let me let me put it this way. I am fine with how the movie ended, you know, him surviving and then the the, the second dog fight and, and whatnot. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. And I, I don't think that really diminishes the movie whatsoever for me. But the movie could have been so much more impactful if they would have killed off Mavic right there. Because let me tell you, the second dogfight is fucking incredible. Okay? We finally get Rooster and Maverick in the plane at the exact same time. It it feels so much like the original movie in that aspect. I mean, even Rooster's even talking to, to Maverick how uh, Goose was talking to him. Hey, Mav, it's time to do some of that pilot shit. I mean, they do the exact same line, and it's like, oh, fuck, that was so great. And that whole interaction between them is just incredible. But you can't tell me that you felt the exact same way when he got shot down versus he's going upwards and he's about to get struck by that... uh by, by the MIG, they didn't call him a MIG in, in the uh, in the movie. What, what the fuck they call him in the in the in this movie? I don't remember, but it wasn't fucking good because they didn't say bogey either. <laughs> right, these <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm walking out this bitch. <laughs> Zero out of five, worst movie ever. <laughs> It just didn't say MIG. <laughs> you can't tell me that felt the same. It it just felt a little lackluster. I mean, I'm I, I I loved how they kind of you know completed the story arc for Hangman and the fact that he you know went out there and actually saved somebody. He was there for his his wingman and whatnot. But it just it, it felt like I felt like I got gut punched when Maverick died the first time, and then yes. The the whole dogfight itself is, is very tense because they have no fucking a- ammo left. <laughs> so it's like, oh, fuck, how are they going to get out of this, you know? So, I, like I said, I, I'm fine with it. It doesn't diminish the movie at all, but I feel like the movie could have been, like, god tier if, if they would have just had the balls to kill off Maverick right there. I agree, because what's the chance of them actually making another one past this? And it being good. Not only that, but you like you realize they can't do it any other way for for like a third movie. 
they have to do it the exact they have to do it practically yeah i mean if, if you got this kind of fucking action sequences there's no way you can come in there with some bullshit <laughs> it's like dude you went hard for about 10 seconds you you needed to spread that shit out a little bit <laughs> shout out <laughs> <laughs> you're wasting all your energy in the first one <laughs> now you can't underachieve <laughs> You got to be a, a a long stroke kind of guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so but you know, my favorite part about the only thing I really enjoyed about Maverick living is we never have got to heard the line of what the fuck were you thinking? Nothing. You told me not to think nothing. <laughs> that was a great, that was, that was a great scene. That, that was a good one. I enjoyed that one. I do feel like the the shift in how they interact with each other kind of it, it's a little jarring because the whole time up until the, the the trench run starts, you know, Rooster really doesn't have much to say to to Maverick the entire movie. They have one little sequence uh, after after Phoenix gets you know shot not shot down but she crashes. They have that one little sequence together where they talk about. Uh, him pulling his papers into the Naval Academy. And then it's like the trench run happens. Maverick sacrifices himself. And then it's like all of a sudden they're like super buddy, buddy. It's a, it's a little jarring. Like I'm, this is a minor, very, very minor nitpick. Yeah. I I mean, I I can't argue with you on that, Uh, but you know, the damn, uh, dog fights, man. That just, uh, you know, I kind of overlook everything because that was really, really intense action. And, yeah, you know, it, it was very realistic, I guess, of what I would expect. Um, I don't know if they dog fight these days, but. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, absolutely. 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 The, the, how amazing those sequences are. I can I, I definitely overlook some of the the little minor things that they didn't do as well in the movie, and it's not like I hate these sequences or I just dislike them or whenever it you know comes up on the movie I'm like oh fuck I wish I could fast forward this for just about a minute I, I'm never thinking like I enjoy the entire movie all the way through and I don't have an, a, a huge issue with just anything in the movie. Like, a scene happens, I'm not rolling my eyes and waiting for it to fucking finish. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even want to touch that one. <laughs> I felt dirty. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, overall, I think the... I, like I said, this is top ten for me. In the span of just watching it twice, I, I I absolutely fucking love this movie. It is, without a doubt, one of the best action movies of all time. I do think that the beginning of the movie does feel a little slow. Like, once you get past the stealth jet scene, which, by the way, is fucking cool. It, you know, if if I could change one thing about this movie, it would be that whole sequence while cool, I I just don't, you know, I get why they wrote it like that, but I felt like it would be better if he was on an aircraft carrier and, you know, did that flyby of the uh, the watchtower like he did at the end of the movie 
and kind of play, play, played homage to the first movie. And they're like, you know what, you son of a bitch, you're going to uh, Mile Island or whatever the hell they called it. You know, he does he does it at the very end, right? Yeah. Okay. I was like, but it doesn't, have, but it doesn't have the same fucking stroke as it would be. If it was <laughs> that's the same stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty no, son of a bitch. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll agree with you. I think while that that whole sequence is really phenomenal, like they shot it beautifully and whatnot, and if Thank you, you. <laughs> if you watch the special features, they uh they go into depth in in depth on uh that whole stealth jet thing where they custom built that thing and they, they go into like the specifics and whatnot. So uh, that whole thing is really cool looking him just gliding through the air and whatnot. The little, the, uh, the zoomed out shots they do with that uh, stealth jet. But like you said, uh, it feels a little out of place. And yeah, it feels it, when, like, when you look at the whole movie. Yeah. Feels like more of a setup for a sci-fi type yeah. adventure. I, I I will agree with that. I will agree with that. But uh, yeah, all, all those scenes are great. The ending, the very very ending, where they have the uh, the I don't know if they call it the theme song, but the Lady Gaga song, and you know he's flying with uh, with Penny in the jet in the uh, in the plane and whatnot. I thought that was shot beautifully. I thought the the song was really good, actually. Uh, the whole movie is just look. Yeah, I'm circle jerking this damn movie the entire time, guys. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, man, I've kind of got some jizz on my face from over there for a minute. <laughs> this guy is just steadily stroking it. <laughs> Dude, I'm riding it hard, man. I told you I was gonna ride this. Movie, so. <laughs> uh, I need you to uh, save that sound bite. <laughs> I'm riding it hard. Oh, well. Uh, So, yeah, man, five out of five, top ten all time for me. And uh, I I honestly, I watched it. What day did I watch it? I watched it Tuesday. I wanted to rewatch it immediately after watching it again. And I I can only do what? I can only do four. I can only do four and a half, sir. Oh, 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 damn. So let me ask you this: what, what what prevents it from being a fire for you? Uh, the fact that they did not use bogey or big, mm. and just the first part. I mean, these are just these are like, you know, overly critical critiques. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a great action movie, man. I I don't I kind of don't know if I'm gonna go out on the same. Lim and say it's the best ever, but I, I definitely think it's going to be in the top because I can't remember an action movie as of late that will come close to this one. Oh, so I was about to ask you a question and I just totally fucking forgot what it was going to be. Because <laughs> I mean, the, the action compared to what I believe we're used to has raised that bar now. Yeah, could you, you know, imagine what, what movie was that that we watched where they had the uh, they were robbing a baseball game or something? Oh, the town. And like not, and ninety percent of the movie was a shootout in downtown. It's wow. been a while since we watched it. 
Ben Affleck? I think it was a Ben Affleck one. The the basically the heist movie in Boston. Yeah, I think that's it. Where uh, you know, he he uh, falls in love with the girl and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a good action right there when they were doing that. But I mean, this action is well above that one. Mm-hmm. So, no, yeah, um, I, I think I'll agree. I, I mean, I, I do agree. Um. I don't know a movie that has come out recently that looks as great as this. The story is great, and then the action sequences are just great the entire time. The entire time. I, I don't know. Think of Terminator. Think. I uh, see. I, I look back and think of Terminator Two. How that was just a badass movie all the way around, and the action was phenomenal. So and now. The thing you know, about that, raised- that is when you when you think of best action movies of all time, Terminator Two is one of those because it w- it felt so revolutionary at the time. You know, like no one had ever done shit like that before. You are correct. So maybe this is our Terminator Two. Maybe it is. Fucking Terminator Two is a fucking great movie. <laughs> that it is-, is, and it and like you said before, it stands the test of time for those reasons. So. You know, I think you may be very accurate to say that this will, because it is revolutionary on the action. Even the 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 T one thousand in in Terminator two still looks great. I mean, obviously, it doesn't look as great as the the practical shit, but that still looks fucking amazing. So yeah, yeah, I I I, I think this movie will stand the test of time. Is mm, I just. Kind of just want to jerk it off one more time and go watch it. Well, my name is uh, Top Gun Maverick. So nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> hey, one last thing before we cut out of here, okay? Hey, do you, did you catch like all the Easter eggs, all the all the fan service, all the the callbacks? No, I don't think I did, but I think that's because I've only watched Top Gun one time, so I felt like I did a disservice because I, I kind of figured you were going to enjoy this movie 3000 times more than I did just for the fact that I wouldn't catch all the Easter eggs. Oh dude, it, it was legit. Legi- like I'm not lying when I say I was smiling the entire time because it was like Easter egg after Easter egg, uh, that call back to the original. And I was like, dude, they, they did like, that's how you fucking do fan service. That's how you do nostalgia. Okay, you don't just make it blatantly obvious that you're doing it, and it was just like little nods here and there, like little little catchphrases that they would do. I mean, like I already mentioned one rooster going, uh, "Hey, Mav, it's time to do some of that pilot shit." <laughs> like he does that at the very end of the movie. They have the uh, the flyby at the very end of the movie. Hell, the entire intro to the movie is the exact same as the original. From the opening uh, credits to how they explain what the hell Top Gun is to the music to everything is the exact- you know I thought that was done I thought that was but I couldn't tell I was like I really like that beginning <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen this before <laughs> <laughs> and then they have the piano scene which I think that one is probably the most blatantly obvious Easter egg yeah they pushed that one. That I I do feel like that one was was 
they leaned a little too hard into that. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> but I, I like the overall scene though, because you have you have Maverick behind him, kind of looking at him and and all that all that weird shit. Uh but yeah, I think that is the most heavy handed one. And then I'm trying to think of some other ones off the top of my head. But they didn't do that one. I have the need for speed though. That was sad. They fucking should have, man. That's a disappointment. <laughs> that what that one was, along with the bogey and the uh the MIG. Zero out of five. <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like what the fuck is this guy hollering for? <laughs> fuck this movie. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were hollering at your fucking kids. I was like, what? <laughs> so you caught me off guard. <laughs> Do you have anything else you want to say about uh about Top Gun Maverick, sir? Uh no, sir. I think uh, I think you covered it. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, you know, I, if y'all couldn't tell, I absolutely, I, I have been itching to fucking talk about this movie on the podcast to somebody because, you know, we were, we were doing our Patreon meetups around the same time. And this was the time I had to go see fucking Jurassic World Dominion two weeks in a row. <laughs> I had to go see that shitty movie twice. And everybody was like, oh, no, fuck Tom Cruise. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to see that shit. I'm like, bruh, man, everybody is fucking saying this movie's amazing. We should go fucking see it. It can't be worse than this. <laughs> but, you know, I got I got vetoed on it. But it is what it is. But I've, I've been excited to to talk about this movie since I saw it in July. Because all the Patreon, you know, doesn't like Tom Cruise. And, you know, Christian hasn't hasn't seen it yet. So I'm like, fuck, man, I need fucking somebody to talk to about this shit. Yeah, I noticed since you every time you text me, you'd be like, "Did you watch it? Yet? Did you watch it?" I was like, "Yeah, I, right, right, give me a minute, man. Come on, give me a minute. <laughs> fucking just, just watch it, man. Let me, let me fucking talk. <laughs> I'm ready to explode here. <laughs> give me some relief. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> well, guys, that is going to be it from us. You let us know in our in our Discord by going to patreon.com slash two game and supporting us at any of those tiers there. Let us know what you think about Top Gun Maverick. You can also go to our Facebook page and leave us a comment there. Or you can email me at two game podcast at gmail.com. But we appreciate y'all joining us for this review. Next week we will continue reviewing probably if I had to guess in like an 80% chance of doing a newer movie. I need to knock out some of these 2022 releases. I don't know what it is going to be yet, so I got to talk with uh, Josh about it. But we will uh, we will catch y'all next week on another review. Laters. Laters. <laughs>